Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. Today's guest is a friend of mine. I adore this woman. You will, too. Her name is Falana Bouvier, and she's in San Francisco right now as we record. Welcome, Falana. Hi, Susan. How are you? <laughs> I'm so glad you're able to record with me today. This is going to be such a fun conversation, and I hope that the listeners get to know you a little bit better uh, through this recording. You're just such a phenomenal get-her-done gal. I mean, you take on so many challenges, and you shine the whole way through, so Aww. smiling through it. Thank you so much, Susan. It's an honor to be on your podcast. And I'm Super. So participate, well, so thank you so much. Yeah, you, you've got a lot going on. I would love for you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, uh, well, I've been in wine and spirits distribution for a little over 20 years. I'm the senior vice president for new business development at Young's Market Company. And also proud that our company just merged with a wonderful company called Republic National Distributing Company, which I'll also be, uh, my new role will be vice president of fine wine for our uh, 33 states that we proudly distributed. So, wow. Yeah, Wait, before a, you go on, I just have to give you a huge <laughs> shout out. That is incredible. I mean, uh, this is, so folks, I'm not sure how much you know about that industry, um, but it's a tough industry, especially for women. And so for you to have earned that amazing title and, and position, bravo to you. So good job. Oh, thank you so much, Susan. Yes, it was I will uh, honestly say it is a continuous climb. Uh, I started in the business when I was very young. I, I uh, a little bit about myself and how it came to be and how it's so important to continue to be diligent and also very tenacious in life, I think is the, is the lesson that I've learned and continue to learn. You know, I graduated high school at 15 years old and had skipped the sixth and eighth grade, went on to do a summer program at Oxford University, St. Peter's College. And right before my 16th birthday, my father calls and he divorces my mother and decides to go off into his new life with his new family. And pretty much my parents had had such, it was the beginning of a very nasty divorce and they kind of forgot about their children. So right before, uh, I uh, turned 16, I decided to, after that phone call, I decided to quit school and I ran off to Hawaii. And I was, uh, you know, there by myself, started on my very own and was a waitress actually at a nightclub for seven years. It was a very long time until I figured it out. And when I was about uh, in my mid twenties, a man came into this club that I will never forget. He was very sweet, and he offered me a role uh, working at Anheuser-Busch, and uh, he believed in me, you know, and I think that was the beginning of a long, um, a long list of people that I believe are angels in my life that really looked out for me because I, you know, I knew inherently that in order to get to be successful, you really have to surround yourself with good people, and, and that's the one thing that I will credit my parents for is that they gave me the intuition to really believe in people and believe in myself. They just weren't there, <laughs> which was unfortunate. So that started my career. I started as a merchandiser at Anheuser-Busch. And from there, I was promoted to sales rep. 
And I did that for about three years, three to four years. And I made the jump to from being a beer rep to a wine sales rep at uh, Southern Wine and Spirits in Hawaii with a man uh, who's the general manager. He was back then the GM and also the GM today. His name is Warren Sean, great guy. And he gave me an opportunity to be in wine. And I did that business for about four years and I wanted to move up within the company. And it was much more difficult back then because Hawaii is a very small market. And I decided to quit my role there after four years as a sales rep. And I started my own business called Bouvier Productions. And it was a boutique beverage brokerage company that represented independent spirits and wines that were unique to the Hawaii market. And through that business, after you know, when you're when you're at that age, when you're young, you kind of take more risks and definitely not as calculated as you do when you're, you know, when you're a little older in your career. So I, you know, I quit my job, I moved to California, and I come across this brand called Waiwera. And Waiwera was a boutique uh, New Zealand water company that needed distribution. And I ended up getting really involved with that company, became the national sales manager and ended up working with an investor that purchased the distribution rights for Waiwera in the United States. Wow. At the time, I had this huge dream that we would build this water company, you know, and sell it and make millions of dollars. And um, just, you know, for the audience out there, there's no money in water. (laughs) 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 Very small margins, but it was a good dream. It was a good dream to begin with. But during that time, I befriended uh, a president of a major water company, uh, which was Fiji Water. His name oh, was John, yeah, yeah. His name was John Cochran at the time, and him and I had become friends. He had wanted me to come work for him, and one and I was in the midst of moving the water from one distributor to Southern Wine and Spirits in California, and I was right in that we were right about to launch, and I get this serendipitous phone call from John. And he says to me, Flana, I just left my contract with Young's Market Company and I'm signing a national deal with Southern. You need to leave Southern One and Spirits and go to Young's because I will bury your business. And I remember this phone call because he, you know, I could have taken it two, two ways back then. I could have been defiant and said, you know what, I'll show you. Or listen, and actually, you know, he was someone that was looking out for me because at the time that business was my livelihood. And he really was looking out for me. So I took his advice, hopped in my car, put you know a case of water, two cases of water in my car, drove to the Tustin corporate office, picked up the phone, and Mr. Underwood, Vern Underwood, picked up the phone and said, you know, I, I, I think he must have said hello. Something must have happened because I said, I am downstairs. I have a water. I know you just lost Fiji. And I want to be your new water company. And that was the moment that I met Chris Underwood. Uh, a wonderful man uh, and the son of Vern, and they brought on my water for distribution, which was, you know, I'm very proud of that. And that was the beginning of my career at Young's. You know, they gave me a chance to build, you know, a no-name water business that we became very successful in California. They ended up buying that, the distribution rights and the business from me, and in return gave me a career. And my first job at Young's, 10 was the vice president of national accounts for Southern, I mean, vice president of national accounts for Young's Market Company for Southern California. And it was awesome, you know, and I think I did that business for about a year, year and a half. And the opportunity came, I wanted to go back to Hawaii. 
And I went to Mr. Underwood and I, I let him know that, you know, I'm from there. I have a great amount of experience there. I know the people. Is there a way for me to get back there? And they gave me the opportunity to work under the president at the time as their executive vice president of sales in, uh, in Hawaii. And I went back in August of that year, which was, you know, over, I think, seven years ago. And uh, in December of that year, I became the general manager of Young's Market Company. And I remember calling the GMs at the time of Anheuser-Busch and Southern when I wasn't able to move up in those companies. And I became their equal on that day. And it was really incredible because I was the first non-family member to, and female, but to run a distributorship in the United States. And it wasn't because I was a female. It was because I was, I earned that role because I was the best person for that job. You know, when you, and I, and I do believe that, that if you go into a role, not really, you know, doing the best job that you can, it doesn't matter whether or not you're male or female, the company needs, you know, the rightful company will choose the best person for the role to do that job. And that has really been my trademark throughout the years is to just ensure that I work as hard as I possibly can, do the best, best of my ability, and you will shine and, and you can really get there. But of course, you know, there are very hard days, <laughs> very, very hard days. And, it, and to me, it was one of the greatest highlights in my career was to oversee that business in Hawaii. And I did that for almost uh, four and a half years. That's amazing. I want to jump in here. I didn't want to interrupt you because your story is so fascinating, especially um, I know that you were hired on merit and you get promoted on merit, but a lot of women struggle in that industry. So it's really, uh, you're sort of a great example. You lead by good example, just to keep on keeping on and never give up. Um, I wanted to ask you, are you, would you consider uh, Vern Underwood perhaps a sponsor or was he like a mentor to you? I mean, I'm glad to see that you had people who believed in you because no one does it alone. And it's so nice of you to give, you know, John Cochran and Vern and Chris credit for helping you get where you are. Um, but are they still in your life? Are they still? Of course. Yes. So nice. Yes. Mr. Underwood is still in my life and, you know, Chris Underwood and, I have a lot to be thankful for with that, uh, with the Underwood family because they gave me an opportunity that you know ended up being the rest of the you know the 15 years you know over 10 years at Youngs and you know total of 20 years in the beverage industry and it takes mentors and support to help you get there. You can't do it on your own. And you know? I love when I find store or hear stories where men mentor and sponsor women. We need more of that men and women at the table together to create equity in the workplace. So that makes me very happy um, because we do communicate differently and to find that they're supporting you in your journey and that you're learning from their life lessons is really, really great. Um, and one thing I wanted to say and didn't, I almost did interrupt you. Uh, you're one of the most courageous, if not the <laughs> courageous women I've ever met. Seriously, um, folks, you don't know her whole story, but I mean, this woman, you know, I don't think the word no or the words I can't do it are in her vocabulary. So she behaves uh, very courageously and has her entire life. 
um, but also with grace. So I guess I would say grit with grace. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I'm just, so I heard your story at a conference one year and I was really blown away. And then we met each other and we're both in the same area. We both lived in Hawaii. There was a lot of commonalities in our backgrounds. Um, and so I think we just really connected in that way, but I wanted to make sure the public knew uh, that you are honestly grit and grace personified. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. And you know, Susan, you are the, uh, I, I will say, you know, women supporting women is powerful and you are such an amazing example of that. And uh, you. You know, I learned from you, Susan. I've, I, I, <laughs> I mean, you. And this isn't, I mean, I, I truly mean that, you know, and, and one thing else, you know, is important and advice that I would share, especially, you know, coming up on International Women's Day tomorrow. And by the way, International Women's Day should be every day of the year, which it yes. is, <laughs> which, it is <laughs> which it is in our world, is, you know, cultivating a strong network of women provides extraordinary opportunities for leadership and personal growth. And I'm extremely fortunate because I closely work with, you know, amazing women like yourself who are leading innovations across all channels of our business. And it's a life-changing and in some ways life-saving gift when women support you. We can accomplish so much more when we welcome different perspectives and celebrate each other's success and recognize our achievements and dreams. I think to me, I've learned that, I've learned that the hard way because as I was coming up through my career, it was really, you know, a lot of the men that I came across really helped me. And also there were some women that did and there were also unfortunately some women that didn't but what oh yeah we have mean girls in our yeah. i know i've had mean girls in yes. my life um yeah it's, it's a sign of insecurity on their parts and i try I'm to help sure. them i give them one shot i'm like okay who has hurt you and how can i help <laughs> and then if they don't <laughs> bite then uh you know if they don't accept my help then i'm done i walk away yes yeah and and, and I, I will say I have had, and I, and I challenge women to do this. If a woman is not being nice to you, you can turn that experience around. You really can. And, but it takes, it, it takes being the better person. Right. Takes, right. You, you have to be the better person and you have to do it through kindness and not to get petty. And it's hard to do. I, you know, I learn every day there. You know, I, I, I'm definitely not the perfect example of it either, you know, and you, you want to really, your feelings get hurt. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're unfriending them on <laughs> social media. And you, but if you are able to get around that and get over your ego <laughs> is the best thing that can happen to you. And really the end result is, is, really, is, is really mutually beneficial. I always tell my son, or not anymore, he's 18, he gets it. But I used to, as I was raising him, I used to tell him, that if you come across a bully or someone who's ugly, or you know, even in our situations, mean girls, you you have to, you know, let them lash out. That's what they do. But it's how you choose or not to 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 react or not to react is the more powerful um, part of the equation. So I used to tell him, it's like they throw a ball at your chest, let it hit the ground, and you hold your head up high and walk away. And he'd say, well, isn't that weak? And I said, no, that is actually a symbol of strength because you are not volunteering your time, your energy, and your efforts to play by their nasty game, the rules, the, yes. the rules that they set for their nasty game. So 
he gets it. He's 18. He's super strong. He could lift a car. He's a wrestler. He's a swimmer. He's a judo. Um, he does judo. He's oh, also, I love it. Yeah, he's gorgeous on the inside out. But he understands now the power of staying calm and keeping your power and not giving it away. And I think women need to learn that as well as men. You know, so don't don't let the mean girls bite you and you react. Um, you just say, you know pity her and walk away. Uh, it's that's, not a lesson I learned intuitively. It's just over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And you know, and I love that you, you say this and, and that we're sharing because I, I look at back on my career, which is still growing and, you know, resilience, fearless energy and diligence, you know, every challenge, yes. opportunity, and no matter what, have the ability to come back and stronger to solve a problem and the ability to also stand up for yourself without having to raise your voice. You yeah. Be the loudest talker in the room, instead be the problem solver. And if you can inspire a team through collaboration and listening, bringing fresh ideas and positive energy will always add value and ensure that seat at the table. And you know, the woman will respect you. If she's a good person, she will respect you. I find they're, they're usually good people. They just have a lack of self-confidence <laughs> or they're insecure. So they, feel better yes. about themselves by hurting others. But you sound, and I know you are, but you sound like an amazing transformational leader who motivates and inspires others to do as well or better than you have done. And I love that. I love that. So um, I always say, improve your argument, lower your voice, you know, oh. lower your voice, improve your argument. So uh, no need to scream. Like you said, the loudest person in the room usually is, is lacking a real solution or can't prevent a problem. So um, I love that you said that. That's incredible. Well, speaking of, I know I mentioned the Underwoods, but maybe they're not um, the only inspirational mentors you've had, but who, who has mentored you throughout your career? Oh, I've had, that's such a big question. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I've had several mentors throughout my career. There's a woman uh, that's a filmmaker in Hawaii that I had met when I was in my mid twenties that has seen me grow throughout my career from working as a waitress to working in Anheuser-Busch. She's probably seen so many different chapters of my life. Her name is Edgy Lee and she, you know, I am so grateful for her friendship. She's completely outside of the industry. And, you know, it, it brings up the great point that you want to find mentors outside of your industry, not just within the industry. Right. They can provide different perspectives and different examples of how to work with a solution. And, you know, I've been extremely fortunate to have an extraordinary circle of women friends that are from all aspects of, of, of our business, right? That are not just in wine and spirits. Right. Because the wholesale business is so male dominated. So it's important to really, you know, look for women that, that speak to you and that really energize you and inspire you. And I do go out of my way. You know, when I was younger, I went out of my way to meet these women and to say, you know, will you be my friend? Smart. <laughs> and I've been, you know, I've been so, so lucky, you know, especially I think being in Hawaii, there's another woman, her name is Marjorie Bronster. She was the first female attorney general in Hawaii. Wow. And she did a case against, um, the very, very, very famous Bishop of State. There's a, there's a famous, yeah. famous case that she did. And she's one of the strongest women I've ever met. 
And I had, you know, when I was, you know, running the distributor at the time, you know, you, you really want to look outside yourself. If, you know, you're managing people, leading people, you know, not every day is going to be a good day. That's, I mean, if anyone says that, you know, and if you have the ability and the strength to challenge yourself to be a better leader, you have to look outside your box and say, okay, who are some of the women that have actually been up against the wall and have prevailed through it? And Marjorie Bronster has been a phenomenal, phenomenal inspiration to me. And I, I cannot thank her more. You know, I cannot thank her enough. And um, I mean, I can just go on and on, but you know, those are two women that I- Nice. Let me phenomenal. ask you this. So um, folks, you know, I used to live in Hawaii as well. Um, you do you happen to know I'm just this is just an aside question do you oh, happen course. to know kitty yanoni she used to be kitty lagaretta she has oh yes, yes so she's one of my best friends on the planet oh i love it isn't See, that such a small world i know hawaii is small have, so <laughs> we have ohana we have hawaii yes, exactly <laughs> it's so funny if you if you when you go back to Hawaii you let me know I'm gonna set up uh, dinner drinks or lunch for the two of you so that you can uh, meet each other in person um, so my husband and I still keep our membership at the Pacific Club so when we go back we have a place to hang out and you know swim and shower before our flights if we're after checkout at the hotel or something you know so uh, we do go back often i would love to schedule a trip when you and your husband are there yes that would be so much fun oh well, i would love it i think that every day you live this so it may not be you know something that you can pick apart but just what is one piece of advice or one thing you can do or to advise others to do to just in every day every moment every day somehow do something to lift women in business oh well um for myself, and, and I strongly encourage this, is don't listen to distractors. Instead, persevere, bank on yourself, invest personally and professionally in being great at what you do. You know, investing, investing in yourself is one of the most important things. Not only are, is it really inspiring and encouraging to cheerlead for the women in our lives, but to also be your own self cheerleader. Right, I don't think we do that very much or very often, or I think we do it far too few times. I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't do it. I think self care is one of the hardest things to do for yourself, right? It's always easy to give the advice yeah. to others, but then you have to take a step back and really take a look at yourself and be like, okay, how can I take the best care of myself and be and really just love yourself, right? And to be able to take that adventure outside your comfort zone learn different skill sets, you know, consistently communicate your ambitions and desires to succeed and, you know, and network, network with, you know, my girlfriend calls me a networking junkie. <laughs> I'd imagine she's correct. <laughs> Knowing what I know, of you, I think that's true. <laughs> I, I find it as a way to, to express myself and, you know, I really love it. I, I, it. There's some days where it's great and there's some days where, you know, people are like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I think, that, and, I think there are probably people out there who say that about me too. Like, oh, she's fantastic. <laughs> because we're so enthusiastic and so energetic and positive. And um, you made some great comments there. I want to bring it back to this. Um, yes. You really do create your own reality. And in order to love others and to be there for others, you have to love self first. So um, I'm one of those women that preaches the message and sometimes forgets to, to engage in self-care. So um, 
I'll tell you this morning I had a facial. So yay. Yay. Oh, I love it. And it was more about the quiet relaxation for 50 minutes, you know, being alone and sort of meditating than it was about any kind of skincare. So um, I rarely do that. And that's why I pointed it out because it falls in line with your advice that we love ourselves and then we can love others. But I, I, I do agree that women, you know, I'll get your back any day of the week, but I need to remember, hey, Susan, take care of yourself. Take time out to love yourself. So That's I love right. that you said that. That is something every woman can do every day, but we don't. We don't do it. So I love that you said that. Well, yeah, let me ask you this. I know you had a rocky road to where you are. I have to, um, what can you share with us that might have been a challenge or setback I mean, I think leaving home at such a young age certainly can count for this question for sure. But what has been a challenge or setback and uh, that you've overcome and how did you do it? Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, will, I will say that leaving Hawaii and to leave a small market and to uh, go into a large market like San Francisco, when I left, when I decided to make the jump from a GM role to uh, my new business role in Hawaii, in California for, for a Young's Market Company overseeing new business for our 10 states was probably the hardest decision I ever had to make. That was the second hardest. The first was obviously, you know, when you're younger and you run away and you're in Hawaii at 16 years old, you have a sense of, I think, more freedom and spirit. You're fearless, right? You're young. Yeah. And you don't even, you, you don't have calculated risks. At, you don't even know how to calculate risk at that age. Right. You're just going for it. And it doesn't matter if you're sleeping on the street. You're just, I'm just happy to be in Hawaii. Well, when you move in, you know, when you're 40 to a new state and you have no friends, it's a completely different, it's a completely different experience. And the fact that I was able to do that and then create a, a new network and be able, you know, and my role was to spend more time in the wine country, spend more time in new business, get to know all the new suppliers on the wine and spirits side from ground zero was really hard because you have to pick up the phone literally and go, hi, my name is Falana. And, you know, new business development, anyone that's in new business development or business it's development hard. is one of the most difficult roles in our yes. business because you have to create strategy and be also very, and learn at analytics and understand how to drive someone's business from a strategic standpoint. And it's, so it becomes less tactical and you become more strategic and you have to learn that from the ground up and you have to understand that you know that person's business better than the person you're talking to. And you also have to have the ability to say, if they, if they ask you a question, to say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because... That's the, that's the most important thing about learning about uh, uh, on how to be confident with someone else's business and also with yourself. So making you that- know, something I learned from you um, is ask a lot of questions. You know, asking questions allows you to learn something new uh, versus talking the whole time and, and uh, not giving yourself that opportunity to learn something new. So I learned that from you at the conference and I also, want to take note about something you just said. I want the listeners to realize she is in new business development. That is like possibly the most difficult position <laughs> in any industry, no matter what you're selling, 
um, whether it's a product or service, new business development is very difficult. You have to be brave, courageous, strong, all the things that I see you as already. Um, and you're very good at it, very good at it. Oh, thank you so much, Susan. Yeah, I've, I've learned and I'm still learning. And you know, one of the most important skills is to be a critical and analytical thinker. And just as important, and, and I think you're the best at this, is communication, adaptability, collaboration, and building a professional reputation and being great at what you do, but also doing it the right way. And it's relationship building. And yeah. I love this quote by Maya Angelou, and it's, you know, I've learned that people will forget what you said, but people will forget. And people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And you are, I want to, I want to give a shout out to Susan Freeman because it <laughs> make people you know feel so good. Nice. After I get off the phone with you, I'm just like, wow, I'm amazing. <laughs> you are, you are. And you know, folks, but you're amazing. <laughs> they know me really well. They know I tell no lie. I tell no lie. So you are amazing. And I'm so glad you took time out of your busy schedule to share a little bit of you with us. Um, you are, you know, you make me smile. You make me think. Uh, you make me want to be a better businesswoman. I'll tell you that your career journey is so amazing. Um, it's just, and it's so much fun to watch you on Instagram. You have amazing <laughs> pictures. We're going to put some of those pictures, folks, in the blog that I write, and I'll share um, Falana's contact information. Um, if you'd like to give a shout out and tell us how people can reach you. Um, you know, on the audio right now, you can do that, but I'll also put it in the blog. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Um, everyone can just reach me. My, uh, email is, uh, Falana Bouvier at youngsmarket.com. And my Instagram is under Falana Bouvier. And I'm also on LinkedIn under the same name and also on Facebook. So. Well, I'll put all that in the blog and I'm <laughs> going to say this and People who know me know that I don't bullshit. I tell no lies. And I just want to say how fortunate Young's is to have you. Young's Market is very fortunate to have you. So keep on keeping on, you amazing woman. And everybody, thank you for listening. And we will put this blog cast out within 48 hours. Thank you, Susan. And thank you for your extraordinary leadership and everything you do. We love you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> have a good All day, right. everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.